Hey pumpkins, it's Nick. The following episode of Copulators Die First contains spoilers about the film we are discussing this week. And if you haven't seen the film, go ahead and give it a watch. Don't worry, we'll be right here waiting for you when you're ready. Yeah, and as always, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe on your favorite listening application. Now, on to this week's episode. Welcome to uh, this week's episode. It's going to be as live as it can be because, well, we are very unprepared. But also, we just want to try something new. So this is going to be raw and uncut. <laughs> and I was going to say something gross, but I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I'm okay with you not <laughs> doing that next to me again. <laughs> All I'm going to say is dick cheese. Ugh. That was, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's too late. You can't take it back now. I apologize. I don't think you can. It's too late. I have a tattoo now. I'm a new man. <laughs> you're like you're like the bad boy version of yourself yeah. that your husband was referring to in that one episode we did. <laughs> you're right. About yeah. how he liked bad boys, and now you have a tattoo, so now you're a bad boy. Again. I'm unleashing. Uh, now I'm Sandra D at the end of Grease. Oh, man. That's, that's a transformative situation you found I mean, yourself in. I, I, unlike Olivia Newton-John, I do not staple myself into my pants, but whatever. Yeah, they had to really dig with her. I feel bad for her. Um. Also, we uh, have we have tattoos now. Right. But that plays into this week's episode. Correct, it does. Nicholas, do you wanna do you wanna tell us what we're what episode we're doing? Oh, oh, we're we're discussing the seminal classic Scream from nineteen ninety six. Um. It's. I think it's my top three favorite scary movies. It doesn't rotate out of rotation. It's definitely in my top five. I wouldn't say it's a scary movie. It's just, a, it's like, it is, but for like someone who doesn't like scary movies, for someone who does like scary movies, it's a masterpiece of, oh my gosh, may I say referentialism? Oh, it is quite referential because this is a Wes Craven movie. Right, and it's just so referential. It is very referential. And um, on top of that, as somebody who just got into watching scary movies, Terry Graziano uh-huh. highly recommended this movie for anybody who is just getting into scary movies. Because it's almost like an education on, uh, you know, the modern scary movie. It's also an education on Wes Craven, because this was like... His penultimate referential film on his own movies. Yeah. It's also an education on weird, bad 90s um, style, haircuts, and also an education on why Nev Campbell is perfect. Um, Yeah, it's like, what, how many years later? 96? It's like 22 years later. 23? Um, Something like that? 23. I'm not good at math. It's like 23 years later, and Nev Campbell still looks hot. I said it. Yeah, but also this movie just super duper holds up. It really does. I've seen it no less than a dozen times. Uh, as have I. Um, many of those times have been me sitting in front of the television with or without my husband, typically eating fried chicken. Oh. And I don't know why. That's what you equate with this movie? But like in a my in bucket my, of fried chicken? Yeah, in my head, I equate this movie with specifically Popeye's. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad about it. That oh, just... I love me some Popeyes. Okay. I mean, I don't hate Popeyes. Um, yeah, no. Popeyes is my favorite chain. That's 
I don't have a favorite pan of fried chicken, but that's just me. Oh, that's just how I, I feel about it. I have very strong opinions. I do not like chicken at all. Mm. No. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. But I mean, like, um, there are different fried chicken places too. Like Columbus has, um, Columbus and now Strongsville has a uh, called Raisin Cane's chicken. Right. Yeah. So the other thing is, I live in New York City, so like, there's no, you know, um down home southern style fried chicken unless like someone claims it is and then it's like 20 bucks for a piece you know because new york because new york um, so okay also you've been in ohio for about four days mm-hmm. and you spend marginally less on food oh my god like 25 <laughs> percent discount on everything that we eat which so is wonderful that should be um that should be the, the slogan for the midwest 25 percent <laughs> off at least all of your fast food purchases uh, yeah, no, we went to McDonald's this morning, yeah. and for the same food that I would typically get for breakfast in New York, I paid at least $5 less. Which is nice. It was it was surprising and wonderful. Um, my pockets have not been burdened by this trip at all, which was no. not something I was concerned about to begin with, but... Um, that's me every time I leave the house. Thank <laughs> my you. pocket's going to be burdened? My pockets are going to be burdened or not. Or not. <laughs> Um, so thank you, Ohio. Yeah, thank you, Ohio. Um, we also have a basketball game tomorrow. Hi, uh, my name is Trey. I have a basketball game tomorrow. Got a basketball game tomorrow. Um, point guard. I got a shoe game. <laughs> um, so this movie is about pretty people who are also rich, but play it off as them not being rich, and a lot of them die in very unfeasible ways. Um, yeah, or just like, or one really dies in an unfeasible way. Uh, Tatum, the garage door, the cat um, door. I mean, like, I guess that could happen, but yeah, as we discussed, I don't think that the motor on that door would be strong enough to withstand the human body. That just came through my head as a scary song. Yeah. Scary, scary, song. Strong enough. Not strong enough. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I've been gay for too long. Um. <laughs> I spread Lumer on my toast in the morning. God damn it. Yeah, why not? Um, I'm Cher. <laughs> Cher, bitch. Sure. Sure. You sure are. I am sure I am Cher. Um, shout out to my husband, knowing that my favorite Cher song is Lovers Forever. Thank you for sharing that with me in the car back to McDonald's today. <laughs> I did. I shared Cher's song, <laughs> <laughs> Lovers Forever, which is... Fun fact, a track that she originally had written to be on the soundtrack for um, Interview with the Vampire, but they didn't like it for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's like a weird gay disco dance song about... Okay, so back to your referential thing about Cher. Oh, yes. So this song, um, Lovers Forever. Um, Imagine the life. Um, I love it. It's my favorite Cher song. And, um, I do believe that not enough people know about it. It's on the album with It's a Woman's World, uh, Tell the Truth. Um, and it's just, it's a favorite of mine that my husband, uh, gave to me as a musical gift. One Halloween, because he put it on the Halloween playlist, and... He made you a Halloween mixtape? He always does. That's the most the romantic thing I've ever heard. He's the best. 
I, I made you this Halloween mixtape. <laughs> I made you this Halloween mixtape. It's mostly me making ghost sounds, but also this share song. <laughs> it's just like, woo. Woo for my boo. <laughs> um, boo's for my boo. That's what I would make well, a mixtape for my wife. Now I really hope that he calls next year's Spotify Halloween playlist Boo's for my boo. Um, you're welcome, Arthur. Um, yeah, I hope you hear that and you're listening and being a supportive husband. God damn it. God damn it. Also, the first six minutes of this episode will kind of sound like shit, but that's my fault because I'm using a new recording software mm-hmm. because Nicholas isn't 500 miles away anymore. Yeah, we're sitting next to each yeah, other Yeah, right so I'm not used to recording not through Skype, so it's very strange. It's fine. It's okay. I you don't know, care. We were we... talking nonsense anyway about how good of a movie Scream is. Correct. And, and we already said this is going to be raw and uncut, so um... you can deal with it. <laughs> raw and uncut, like that vulgar comment Nicholas made <laughs> three minutes ago. <laughs> Or so. I don't know. I'm not keeping track. <laughs> anyway, um, I have my McDonald's sweet tea because I'm quite parched. But, um, so do you want to uh, want to roll right into this episode about Casey Decker and how she's played by Drew Barrymore and is murdered in the first five minutes of this film? Right. So I think in general, the Drew Barrymore part of Scream has become one of the most iconic, uh modern horror movie moments of all time fully um and i mean i would venture to say and i i cannot confirm or deny this but i would venture to say that um jiffy pop sales skyrocketed after this movie um i would like to think so i still fucking hate jiffy pop I enjoy Jiffy Pop. It's too much work for me. I, I, I like the little bit of work involved. I, if I'm going to put the labor of love into it, I'm just going to plug in well, the electric one that I have, the air popper, the hot air popper, and I'm just going to let my dogs go crazy. They're just going to like wait out, wait well, in front of know, it. Yeah. Arthur and I don't own a microwave um, because it's the one piece of technology that as educated individuals we do genuinely feel a little bit scared of. That's fair. Um, like Ellen DeGeneres said, anything that comes into that comes out of that microwave is from the devil's fire. So. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just if, if if my food is molecularly changed forever, should I be ingesting it? Yes. Also, Eric has GMOs. Right, but also our microwave is just broken. So oh, <laughs> so that was you riding your high horse, but no, 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 really, no, 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 no. So so when we moved, we weren't gonna buy a microwave no don't do it you don't need to but the microwave came with our apartment and then when i plugged it in it short circuited (laughs) oh that's healthy so um i mean otherwise our apartment's really lovely but um no microwave our landlord said oh you can replace it and we were like but i thought you would and then i thought you would because it came with the house they never did so we were like oh well so now we use it as our potato and onion storage drawer that's fair <laughs> oh oh or bread box oh we have a bread box because oh, yeah. we're good gays you i know. have bread box too we have a bread box bread box, bread box. Hmm. why is bread box not a bread subscription service i don't know oh if there's not one <laughs> i would love a bread box subscription so if there is a fan, we did get, mm, let, okay, let's, can we take a minute? We're going to go on a tangent really oh quick. Oh, God. But, we, well, we have to discuss the, we didn't really get into the tattoos. We have to okay. discuss them anyway. All right. Let's so, so then rewind. Pause. So rewind. Let's do this. Let, this is the plan of action here. Let's talk about our vacation so far. Our it's my ta- it's my vacation from the office because yes. I haven't been to work in two days. Our, our tattoo experience and how it plays into Scream. And then we can talk about Scream. And then we can talk about the contest. And then we can talk about that, too. That Those are plans of action A through C. 
A through C. Okay, so picture it. Friday night. Italy, 1920. More like Stowe, Ohio, 2019. Um, Living Dead Tattoo, hosted by the wonderful Bethany Hendricks and Amber Saunders. Big fans of them. Who I both immediately love, so I hope you're both listening. I appreciate you, and you made my first tattoo experience really lovely and wonderful. Um, I could write a novel about all the wonderful things I feel about Bethany Hendricks and how she's a wonderful artist and a wonderful human. And um, she accommodated us like no other. Yeah. Very seldomly do I have a tattoo experience where I walk in, and not only is there a gift, (laughs) other than the gift of my skin hurting for several days... (laughs) But um, B's mom, Bonnie, Bonnie lady, sent cupcakes for us. So delicious lemon they, cupcakes. They were delicious with lemon raspberry and filling. I was uh, a fan. Uh, my mouth was puckered, <laughs> and it was a good thing. Um, so thanks, Bonnie lady. We appreciate you. Yeah. Here at Copulators Die First, thanks for being our den mother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any gift of food, I am not going to say no to. No, so. never in my life will I ever yeah. say no to food. There was also lots of dumb, dumb lollipops. Yeah, because you were not a smoker. I Yeah, right. So, so I, you did not take any, like, mid-tattoo smoke breaks to be like, oh, I need to no. detach myself from this emotional situation I just, that I'm I, feeling. I, I dove headfirst into this, and my one COVID mechanism was chewing on dum-dums and bending the lollipop sticks um, to crush my pains of pain. Pains of pain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Nicholas got his on his forearm and it looks beautiful on his wonderful tan Italian skin. My Mediterranean skin. Mediterranean skin. <laughs> and, um, mine looks really, really great on my very pale, half Hispanic, very half white European skin. I'm really excited. And the one difference is that we have different colored sprinkles mine are neon yours are pastel mine are pastel because my wife likes pastel things mm-hmm. and um i want my wife to think my tattoos are pretty yeah i just can't even wait. if they're spooky and weird yeah but i mean the, she's spooky and weird so yeah, it's fine and i mean I, I think arthur would not disagree with the descriptor of spooky and weird i mean that's what our podcast is yeah. spooky and weird with, um, a, with a, a gay sprinkle on top correct lots of gay sprinkles <laughs> gay um, sprinkles gay sprinkles I will say I'm a little bit jealous that your ghost face looks a little bit whiter than mine, but that's literally just because of my complexion. That's just literally because <laughs> I'm whiter than you yeah. are. And it'll also heal. And I'm jealous better. that your skin is whiter than mine, so that's, that way think, your white skin um, ghost face looks very white. I think that's the first time I've ever said that I want it to be whiter. <laughs> Ooh, that makes me feel weird. <laughs> I don't Ooh. like it. Um, but that's fine, but that's just... I don't know. So shall we describe the tattoo? I mean, there will be pictures on the grams. The um, instas. But basically... Instant grams. The the encompassing descriptor would be an ice scream cone, right? Yeah. Um, it's It's a soft serve vanilla ice cream cone with chocolate sauce and a cherry on top and sprinkles. I mean, what wouldn't it be with a cherry on top? Am I Um, right? And in the swirly dirly ice cream is a ghost face mask. Um, His cloak is the chocolate sauce. And the cherry is affixed to his head on top by... (laughs) (laughs) It is quite affixed. Quite affixed to his head 
um, with his um, signature. Signature. What is it? A hunting knife? It's like a Bowie knife. Yeah. Yeah, like a, a stabby. Big ass stabby stabby. Yeah. So. Um, our big ass, okay, we're already halfway there. Let's just talk about the contest really quick. Um, so our big ass stabby daddy needs a name. Yeah. And that's where y'all come in. Yeah, so we need you to come up with name ideas for our Sir Ice Cream Cone. Um, we also need you to watch the video once it's posted. Correct, because it will be. I mean, maybe after this goes up, but. Yeah, it's coming. Same. Today-ish. Same 24 hours, I would Yeah, say. we have a 24-hour grace window of our work that we're giving ourselves. Correct. Um, <sighs> because I'm on vacation, goddammit. Goddammit. I'm in clothes that I was kind of wearing yesterday. Yeah, I'm bumming it right here. Goddammit. Swear to God, Jesus Christ on the cross. Where's some, well, I want some Wisconsin cheddar. Oh, let's go to Sheets later for some cheese girths. Jesus Christ, Cheese, Diane. Jesus Christ. Diane. So, um, Sarah Graziano really likes this movie. Uh-huh. Um, she is very excited slash jealous of our tattoos, mm-hmm. which is a fair assessment. I feel like everybody should feel the same way. I mean, honestly, like, legitimately, um, I, ha- I was already going into the tattoo experience 100% having all of my trust in B, mainly because, um, all of your other tattoos that she's done are beautiful. That's factual. But she is a fantastic artist, regardless of what she thinks or not. So listen when I say that, um, you blew me away with your creativity and taking our very specific, but all over the place ideas and Um, making a really fucking badass tattoo that looks amazing. Because I texted her at one point. Which happens very often of me texting her at all hours and saying, hey, I have this idea, but alas, I cannot draw. And thusly, this is where you come in. Right. And you're like, please make my sweet cream dreams a reality. Yeah. And not only did she create this wonderful tattoo for us, but now we have a very specific and unique and also very homosexual mascot. He's very homosexual. I love he's, him. He's very homoerotic as well. Right. And I think because it's Ghostface and we're basing this off of it being the original Scream, which we are going to discuss in a moment. I promise. We are gendering this ta- tattoo slash mascot as a he. Um, but that's only because the original killers were men. Correct. Exactly. And um, I mean, don't don't take gender into account when you submit your name ideas. No, no, no. We're Please just don't. gendering him based on his original creator being and, a man. And the fact that right now I still hate him because my forearm is very glowy and red and puffy. Oh. God damn it. You want a nap veil? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to get into this. We're going to crack into this. We're going to, oh, my cats are snugging on the couch and it's probably the cutest thing I've mm, seen today. Pretty cute. Mm, pretty cute. Way to go, guys. Good production team. <laughs> um, so Scream, Scream Aleem, uh huh, nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety six. Wes Craven. Yep, in the height of the Spice Girls popularity, I will always. <laughs> I will. Do you want to talk about the Spice Girls thing that we just found out yesterday? <gasps> oh my god, the thing that blew me away. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't think would happen. Nick is very hard to like surprise. He's seen all the things. He's very jaded. I, mother so... has lived a lot of life. <laughs> Mama has lived. I mean... So I brought to him. Information on the internet that was validated by Mel B herself, Scary yeah. Spice. From from the horse's mouth, if you will. Yeah, straight from. 
that straight out of Compton. That during the height of the Spice Girls popularity, probably around ninety six. Probably. Probably during this movie. Maybe they were canoodling while they were watching Scream. Oh my god! Don't say that. Oh my god! You're just giving me a fantasy that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, apparently, um, you know, uh, uh, Scream William. Yeah. So Scary Spice has discussed being bisexual before, but apparently. Um, Not who I would have pegged, by the way. Really? Yeah. See, I feel like it's the only other one that this could have happened with. But any, you think? Our, yeah, I think so. Okay, we'll circle back to that. We'll so circle back point. to that. But Scary Spice and Ginger Spice, a.k.a. Jerry Hallowell and Mel B, Ugh. had a same-sex sexual experience at some point during the height of their popularity. And it just... It doesn't do... Like, it doesn't ruin anything for me. No. It, it's just, like... It's a piece of information that... Validated you. I don't even know if it validates... I think it validates you more than it validates It does. Me. That's factual, but that's not where my fantasy would have gone. It, it, so it just... It, 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 it makes... It makes them being my idols even more wonderful. That's fair. Um, but anyway, so... So circling back around... Yeah. Who do you think it would have been other I than Jerry Hallowell? I, no, Jerry Hallowell is not who I would have pegged as being in the situation. Oh, slash see, my I fantasy. Like, I think that's That's where it gets on. you? Yeah. I think oh, that is yeah. spot on. She, Jerry Hallowell is spot on for me. Especially because Mel B was like, and she had good boobs. Duh. I mean, yeah, she did. Back Duh. Then, Seven-year-old she, me was very intrigued. She had boobs. She had boobs. I did good. not, but she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But no, I would have um, shipped Sporty and Ginger Spice. I mean, I get where you're coming from. Because I wanted to be Sporty Spice. Okay. And I wanted to ship me and Ginger Spice. Okay. But that's it. Yeah, I know. I bet you Million Dollars Baby Spice is a real freak. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there was... I wouldn't doubt it. I'm sure there was weird things on that meatloaf driven tour bus. Ugh. Uh, I don't know if that's real or not. (laughs) That was real. That That was was my... That was real. That was my cat throwing a temper tantrum. Oh. Oh, oh, by the way, while yes. we're on this topic, um, I don't think I ever told you this, but a couple days ago, uh-huh. um, the official <laughs> Spice Bus Instagram account started following us on Instagram. So number one, the Spice Bus has an Instagram. <laughs> number two, the official Spice Bus Instagram account followed copulators die first on instagram i'm very speechless could you imagine i can't at all i'm literally blown away i don't know if this is better or not as good as angela i can't believe i didn't tell you this i can't believe you're holding out on me oh my god in my own house i'm how dare you you can kick me out if you want i would never i'm dreading you leaving i know this has been the best ever i'm really glad you're having a good vacation yeah um it's really hard to vacation, period. Yeah, I'm not a big And this fan. is kind of like a working vacation. It is. But it's today is the only working day we've had. Truth, yeah. I mean, we've been doing research and development the last couple days. Yes, aka watching movies. We've been very busy. Um, but right, so yeah, I, I'm assuming that they made a Spice Bus Instagram because of the tour that's coming up. Oh my fucking God. Which is not coming to America anyway, so whatever. Ugh, what do we do? But, I mean second best thing would be for the spice bus to follow us on instagram i do have a friend in the uk we could always go stay with them for a spice tour well i'm pretty sure those tickets are already sold out why is everything always ruined for us Mm. i mean i saw their other reunion tour when i did all five of them i didn't oh i recorded most of it i didn't i wasn't invited also most of it's on youtube so. I wasn't invited because I couldn't afford it. It's not that I wasn't invited. It was a, <laughs> I wasn't invited because I didn't have the money for myself. So my wallet I un- didn't invite I me. I invited myself. Yeah. 
It wasn't shade. It was me being sad yeah. that I didn't have any money. Yeah, no, Story of my life. I'm sad that I don't have any money. Yeah, I don't know how my parents afforded to go, but we did. Huh. I think it was like my birthday gift for that year. I think so. I think so. Because I think you invited me and I was like, oh no. That was a, <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That was a million dollars. I can't afford that. Mm, no. So yeah, we went and it was wonderful. So scream a lame. Scream a lame. Getting back to that. Scream a meme. Scream a scream a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't scream in my mom. Scream. 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 So, um, scream. It's a John Carpenter classic. Low Here calorie I... yogurt. Um, it may be Froyo. It is <laughs> Froyo. It is California in '96. Uh, yes. So we're renaming this movie Froyo. Froyo. Yeah, it's the diet version of Scream. Because <laughs> ju- this is going to be an abridged episode. Yeah, we jumped a lot of hoops to get there, so I don't know if anyone, everyone, can connect the, that. But tough Froyo. Tough. So Froyo. <laughs> Froyo. Um, it. who do you have the crush on in this movie? Uh, um, I have a few crushes in this movie. Um, Let's start there. That's more important than the story. Uh, definitely Sydney's boyfriend. Yeah, Billy. Billy. And um, then Billy's accomplice, who... Stu. And what's his name in real life? Matthew Lillard? Yeah, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard in general. I have a, a crush on Matthew Lillard in all forms. Yeah. Whether he's Stu or not. But specifically Stu. Yeah. Because you threw a phone at me, you dick. <laughs> you threw a phone at me, you dick. <laughs> Which, I'm sensitive. I'm peer pressure. I'm sensitive and I succumb to peer pressure. You know, Matthew Lillard has some of the best lines in this movie. Um, I think the I think he does. I don't think a single yeah. other person has any. Um, maybe Henry Winkler. Maybe. That's... And then like third, third, I have like a s- small, but debatably, um, hate crush on David Arquette. I was gonna say, is it Dewey? It's Dewey. I cl- I clocked it. It's fine. Um, um, I have a small but debatable crush on Gail Weathers. Of course, yeah. Um, but that's only because my wife and I are obsessed with watching Friends. Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Friends is like our office. Like mm-hmm. we watch it for wind down, for anxiety times that oh. we're experiencing. See, for us, it's the Golden Girls. Yeah. And or Thirty Rock and or Parks and Rec. Which is fair. And most of that is controlled by my husband. But I mean, Friends are, is controlled by my wife. I'm not mad yeah, about it. Those are I've, all shows that I enjoy. I've succumbed into it. Yeah. It's okay. Um, but my tertiary crush is the cameo of Linda Blair. Right. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until we watched it this time and you were like, Linda Blair! Linda Blair! <laughs> she was there two times. You were like, look, Linda Blair! Linda Blair two times. She was like Gail Weathers' um, uh, commentary journalist uh, competitor. Yeah, competitor. But there wasn't really much competition. No, not really. Um, but also that ties into my gift that I received from my fan, Bethany Hendricks. Mm, mm-hmm. Linda Blair. She got me a Linda Blair Said doll. Said you. She got me my four-month-old gay doll son. Linda Blair in The Exorcist. Yeah, the, the Reagan living dead doll. Which, listen, I've searched near and far for for a very long time. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's boogery. Things that I've never discussed with Miss Bethany Hendricks. Mm-hmm. My love for wanting that doll. Because, hi, if you look at me, I don't look like I want to play with a doll. What it's probably because it? my mom bought me discount G.I. Joe's as a kid. It's a collector's item, you know? It is. I told my wife, please don't take her out of the box. Mm-hmm. And she said, that's my doll. I'll do what I want. So the, bo- <laughs> the box is in beautiful condition. It is in beautiful condition. There's not even a crinkle in it. No. Um, and as someone who still has their Star Wars action figures in the box, mm, mm, this I, is very near and dear to me. My One of the many reasons why I dislike my father 
when I went to college, you threw out all of my Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. Which I could have gotten a lot of money for. I had the yeah. original Megazord with all the stickers on it still. Yeah, you put those on there by yourself. I did. I had the original Pizza Van. God damn it. Pizza so van. did I, question mark? I got it from my rich cousins and one was in ours. I don't know if I did or not. I might be making we had that a, up. We had a lot of really good hand-me-down toys. All I know is... Shout out to my rich cousins. <laughs> Shout out to my rich cousins. I had the original April O'Neil. And um, Splinter figures, I know that. And the original April O'Neil figure, um, her entire lower body spun around what? at the waist. Oh, so she was very hip flexy. She was, she was very poseable. She did a lot of yoga. But like one of my stress relievers as a child when I was playing with my figures was to grab her by the head and just spin her legs. That's fair. April O'Neil. Not like the ones where you like squeeze their legs together and their tops spin. Oh, no, not, no. It just it was just loose joints, you know. I mean, that April O'Neil, I heard Flexible. she's loose. Yeah. She needs to be flexible for um, Casey. What's his? Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Hockey I mean, mask dude. She had like that yellow unisuit on, so I yeah. guess she had to make it work for her. She made the statement of the decade in that yellow jumpsuit. That was a romper if I'd ever seen she one. She didn't even know what she was doing. It was a full body romper. Yeah, she set waves <laughs> through the fashion world via that sewer. Via that sewer. <laughs> um. <Amen>. So. <laughs> Um. Thanks, Bethany Hendricks, for this wonderful doll. Yeah. I can't wait to not take her out of the box. And thank you, Bethany Hendricks, for her wonderful tattoos. Thank you, Bethany Hendricks, for the um wonderful new mascot. <laughs> yeah, and thank you, Bethany Hendricks, for the Taco Bell and Dum Dums. Oh, thank you, Bethany Hendricks, for being our friend. <laughs> thank you for bringing this podcast to the next level. Thank you for being our friend. That's most important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we get a hallelujah? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Um, I'm sure all of our straight fans are just churning. They're like, what the fuck is going I'm on right now? There is no format. I am upset. My brain, I don't understand, does not compute. Hi, this is what the inside of our brains look like. <sighs> I'm Roxy Anderson. I'm here to make it clear. I know you love me, baby. That's why I brought you here. What's the bit of season five? Now I'm here to make it right. Give me so a challenge and I'll give you what you like. It's a room full of monsters and it makes me want to scream. God, I hate myself. I don't know the rest of that part, but then, I'm gonna show you what I can do. <laughs> Sing that in the shower a lot. I don't really know it as well as I thought I did. It's okay. It, her verse isn't the best. I mean, I'm all about that. I, I think my favorite is detoxes. Yeah, detoxes is really good. D to the E to, to the, the T, T to, to the O to the, o, to the hold, hold up. X. X. We gotta stop. We're gonna get sued. Or, I mean, this is just this 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 is a gay hole that we can't get ourselves out of if we don't stop. <sighs> All right. I, hope I mean, I've dug myself into a very gay hole. I hope RuPaul wouldn't uh, wouldn't sue us. I don't think he gives a shit about us. I mean, we're propagating his brand, so we're helping. We're helping him. Yeah, we're helping the community. So you're welcome, actually. You're yeah. Cut me that check. Cut me that check. Cut me that check for thirteen cents. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I'll take that absence. Uh, so Scream William, uh, Linda Blair makes a cameo, Gail Weathers, she's a gross, nasty bitch, um, yeah. but not really, it's really not her fault, she was just doing her job, and she was actually doing responsible journalism the whole time, and Sydney is just, like, a crybaby bitch because her mom is dead, and she blames Gail Weathers for it inadvertently. Right, because, yeah, I mean... Because yeah. she pointed the finger at a guy that was just boning her mom, because her mom was a big old slut, which is fine. I'm not gonna judge her mom at all. Uh-huh. Especially her dead mom. Mm-hmm. But she was like, oh yeah, that guy, Cotton Leary, he like, you know, killed my mom. Not the case. Wasn't her mom. I mean, wasn't, wasn't the murderer. Wasn't the it wasn't her mom. It was totally it different mom. Um, so, uh, Sydney is getting all hot and heavy with uh, Skeet Ulrich, who uh, 
also teamed up with her in the craft. So this mm-hmm. is our Segu from the craft. Mm-hmm. Um, it's their second time working together. Yeah. I don't think they worked together after that. I don't think so either. But now he's on Riverdale, which I'm a big fan of. Meh. Um, he's a handsome fella. He was the discount Johnny Depp of the 90s. That is a very highly accurate description. Yeah. He had very much had that, like, center part, mm-hmm. greasy, like, hot bad boy from the wrong side of the tracks, which, that's only, like, the illusion you get, because, like, he had a cell phone. He was rich. Mm. Yeah, it was chunky-ass cell phone. Chunky-ass cell phone. His was even pretty, pretty slim. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, Sid's, uh, you know, doing hot and heavy stuff with her, him, See, that's where my brain goes. Uh-oh. And then he, you know, gets all bummed out, like, after her mom dies. And, like, she's kind of like, mm, promiscuity, that scares me because that means I'm going to die next. Wes Craven rules, mm. if you will. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, Billy's kind of, like, blue balling it. I mean, just go jack off, dude. It's fine. You're a normal teenager. You probably do it, like, eight times a day. But, like, also, if you're basing wanting to have a relationship with Sydney just off of getting in her pe- veen. Her pants. The peen and the veen. With the pants. Without the pants. Without the pants. They're doing it over the pants. Um, right now they are. Yeah. Um, then, like, don't date her. Because that's not worth it. And the funny thing is that uh, she's like, oh, hey, do you want, like, a PG-13 romance? And he, like, she, like, flashes him, right? Mm-hmm. This movie had to be resubmitted to the MPAA nine times. To just get an R rating. Yeah. Because it kept getting that dreaded NC-17. Which I really, like, I want to see the original cut. I want to see the NC-17 cut. I want to see it. Because yeah. I'm assuming that it would be much better, which, how can you make this movie much better? I don't know. I don't know. Um, But yeah, like, this movie did, like, a lot of groundbreaking things. Like, really Casey did. Decker died in the first five minutes. Right, so back to Drew Barrymore. Yeah. <coughs> so she was, she's... like, she was, wasn't she supposed to be cast as Sydney's role? And she's like, no, no, no. Um... I know that she auditioned and was very interested in having a larger role in the project, mm-hmm. but I think it was really, like, if it wasn't Wes Craven's idea, it was the director's idea to be, like, this big-name star in this movie with other good-name stars that are not as big as Drew Barrymore, but for Drew Barrymore to be killed immediately yeah, is, like, the guffaw, yeah. the, 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 the gasp of... What was going to become a very iconic movie, regardless, but that definitely helped it become iconic. Excuse me. That was nice. The yawn. Um. So yeah. Um. So she's got her little blonde bob and her big chunky sweater, and you that's know, a great sweater. Yeah, and she's basically like that. That character has become like, like you know immediately what you're looking at. Yeah, you see Casey Decker, you know what is going to happen. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what you're watching. So she's home by herself. She's making some Jissy, j- Jissy Pop. Jissy Pop. Jissy Pop. What's Jissy Pop? It's discount. It's discount. It's from the pop. Dollar Tree. <laughs> so she's making her popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she gets a phone call and she's like, hey, what's up? And dude's like, hey, uh, wrong number, sorry. And she's like, don't worry about it. And then she hangs up. And because then, it's the 90s. Right. Right. 90s. We have to remember what time it is. This is also very much a movie of its time, but it's also timeless. It's whatever. Yeah, but it, it's very dated in the fact that, like, you know, she picks up the phone, there's no caller ID. Yeah, the communications have changed. And she's like, it's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah. And then he calls back. And then she's like, um, what's going on? And he's like, um, I just wanted to 
hear your voice or something? I just wanted to re-apologize. Oh, right. I wanted to apologize. That's I wanted to re-apologize for calling the wrong number. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. You don't have to call back. Yeah. And then and then he keeps calling back, obviously. And then he's like, the iconic. What's your favorite scary movie? Um, And she's like, duh, Halloween. Uh, which, good choice. Good choice. Choices. Um, and then... And then he calls back again, and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, don't hang up, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> just he puts like on a sassy voice, and she's like, uh, no, no, I'm going to hang up now. Yeah, sorry about it. And then she's like, maybe I shouldn't. But then uh, he's like, put on the patio lights in the backyard. And then um, she's like, my boyfriend's coming. Well, rewind. My boyfriend's coming over. Rah, 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 and he's rah. big, and he'll he's kick your ass. He's going to the football yeah. team. And he's like, oh, yeah, turn the patio lights on. And then she does. And, and there's her boyfriend's Steve. there. Steve, all tied up with the duct tape and shit in the patio chair. She's like, oh, no. That ghost face, he's a kinky bastard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, the, yeah. Uh, mm, homoerotic themes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's his um, whole whole movie. Homoerotic screams. Homoerotic screams. Uh-oh. That's what this episode's called oh, now. Oh, snap. Whole snap dragon. Oh, snap dragon. Oh, snap crapple. <laughs> crapple and pop. Crapple and pop. Oh, um, my God. So, yeah. yeah so, so, Casey Decker dies. Well, well, right. But so, so they play the other iconic. They play the, um, the quiz to see if Steve lives or not. Yeah. And she gets the question wrong. About Jason Voorhees. About Jason Voorhees for the original Friday the 13th, who yeah. is the killer. She says, Jason! Jason I've seen it 20 times! And she's like, uh, no, you're wrong because it's actually Mrs. Voorhees, which technically he's right. Technically so, he is right. So Stephen dies. All of his entrails fall out of his body. Oh, a lot. Problematic because he only got stabbed a couple times. Your guts aren't going to fall out that much. So That's not medically to, accurate. Like, pulled them out or something? Yeah. Or like what? Um, I don't know. But so, I don't think that's medically yeah. accurate. Steven is dead. Steven is dead. And now Casey's like, holy fuck, what's going on? Um, he throws the patio chair through the window. With yeah. Steve is not attached to that one. It was one. a different one. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fuck! I would have really enjoyed it if Steve was yeah. attached to that. <laughs> Actually, I wish that would have happened, but maybe they weren't strong enough to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's a whole dead body. Yeah, and the whole chair. <laughs> that's a whole fucking dead body. That chair was probably heavy by itself yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now she's running back around the house, and the whole house is filling with Jiffy Pop smoke. But not. It's just the kitchen. Right. Yeah. That's true. It's right. just the kitchen so full why? of Jiffy Pop smoke. Yeah, I don't smoke. get that. Um, the whole house should be filling with Jiffy Pop smoke, but, but only the kitchen is. Yep. Um, and then he's like, guess which door I'm at? And she's like, ah. um, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. And then... Oh. And then... Um, Is it her or Sydney that, like, she goes outside onto... No, it's Sydney. She's like, come and get me, bitch. Yeah, she's yeah, doing her sassy, like... Definitely not Casey. No. Casey is, like, running outside away from Ghostface, right. which is a, a dumb choice. Um, So she runs. He follows. He stabs. She falls. He continues to stab. Like, a lot. And then, like, she's getting stabbed while her parents are, like, literally arriving at home. Yeah. And they go inside, and she, like, the mom's like, oh, fuh, um, there's some burning Jiffy Pop in my kitchen. Let me put God it. God damn it. Let me put it in the In the sink, sink. right? Yeah. I'm like. Not hey, outside. I, I would have thrown it outside. I don't know if that was the best decision, but whatever. What do I um, know? Put on an exhaust fan right away. Get all that smoke I'm not out of your a house, fireman. Right? I don't know. Um, why aren't you a fireman? Come on. I think my wife would be very upset slash very erotic. 
erotic. Erotic. <laughs> I'd be so erotic. She'd be so erotic. I think the term turned on is just kind of weird. Mm. She'd so, be very erotic. Uh, she'd be very erotic. No, I don't think that's factual. Mm. She'd just be like, please don't. I have anxiety. Stop don't playing die. with fire. Yeah, don't die. Don't die. Fires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then Casey is killed and her parents hear it because they go to call her on the phone, mm-hmm. but she still has the phone in her hand. And so they're hearing like her death her gurgle, death gurgles and screams and like the stabby stabby and the grossy grossy. Mm, yeah. And then because she's not Josie grossy anymore. No. So she is. <laughs> she is definitely. It's not, a different movie. Yeah, different movie. She has grown up into a voluptuous young woman who also gets her entrails taken out of her body and she's hung by a tree. Yeah. But not Josie Grossy. Just, no. That didn't happen to Josie Grossy. Casey Wasey. Casey Wasey got wasted. She got real grossed. Wasted in the yard. So, um, um, yeah, so the next day everybody arrives at school and they're like, oh my god, did you hear what happened to Casey and Steve? Which, that news travels fast. I mean, it should. But in the age of no text messages? Truth. That's just the only thing I'm saying. Well, because it was already on the news. Cause oh, was, okay. Because right, it was like, oh my god, people died. Like, yeah, and it's a small town, and we're in California, and it's like... In Californians. Um, Californians. <laughs> um, so they're like... Uh, doing the thing, and Casey, not Casey, I lied, Sid is having, like, a problem with it, because it's very reminiscent of last year, as in 1995, when her mother was murdered, and it's, like, the whole, like, same media circus all over again, hosted by yours truly, Gail Weathers, and not Linda Blair. What a fucking bitch. What a F and B. And, like, you know. So, you start to see the Courtney Cox, David Arquette love blossom mm-hmm. occur mm-hmm. in real time it's very much you see it yeah the tension slash love connection is palpable it's very palpable um, um r.i.p to the marriage yeah you know right yeah not all good things are meant to last yeah. r.i.p courtney cox arquette where did she keep that as her professional name <sighs> i don't name? know i don't know i, don't I know. thought she did for a while i think I she might have i don't she know if she not, changed it she did that like tbs show or something yeah it was on abc first i was on abc I really liked that. I show. think she kept her name Courtney. I think she was married to David that Arquette. for a little bit. David, whatever. David. 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 David Co- Arquette. Arquette Cox Cart. Cox Cat. Too many hard syllables. So David Cox Cat um, <laughs> plays play, <laughs> plays Dewey, Officer Dewey. Yeah. But in my head, I always get him confused with his scary movie counterpart. Which one? This originally was supposed to be called Scary Movie. Yeah. Um, so scary movie counterpart, Officer Doofy. So in my head, I always keep wanting to call him Officer Doofy. It's Dewey. It's Dewey. <laughs> Especially when he's in, you know, in the police station interviewing Sid and whatever. And his sister, played by the wonderful Rose McGowan, oh shows God. up. And she's like, Dewey. And he's like, listen, mom said when I wear this badge, you have to treat me like a man of the law. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm filled with so many questions. About David Coxcat and why he's living with his mom still. How old is he? Yeah. Um. How old is Gail Weathers? Thirties. She's definitely an older woman, right? In comparison to David Arquette's right. character, I feel like me if Dewey's like in his mid to late twenties. That's what we assumed. We assumed he was at least um twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. Um, like, as Mr. Frank Tedesco uh, would uh point out that stage of life is called adult adolescent. Okay. So okay. he's an adult adolescent. But yeah, but but uh uh yeah, well, she's definitely an adult. Oh, yes, she's a fully thriving woman. So Cougar Town was really 
happening right now. Yeah, it's happening at the moment. Right now. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's that. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Sydney's just like, fuck shit. I don't want to. I don't want to think about all this shit right now. Yeah, she's literally reliving her years previous mm-hmm. trauma yeah. of her mother being brutally murdered. Correct. So now people that she didn't really, I don't think they were really friends, but she knew her because there's like a pan to Casey Decker's seat next to her in whatever class it is. Why are they interviewing every single student yeah, via I the know. police? I don't really understand. But of course they interview Sydney. And Officer Doofy is there. With the principal played by... The Fonz. Um, the Fonz, yeah. Yeah. Um, creepy, gross principal. Yeah, especially... Okay, so fast forward a little bit. You're not missing anything. So they're like, okay, well, classes are suspended to go along with this curfew, which, one, is a terrible fucking idea. But Principal the Fonz is like, you know, classes are suspended. Don't forget your principal loves you. Yeah, no. Don't don't say that to your students. I don't like that. Unless you have a student in that school that is your biological child, you don't love any of these students. No. You like them a lot. You care for them. Because you're a parental figure. But you don't love them. You don't love them. You don't know them. Don't say that out loud. You don't say that. Um, and if you feel like the moment is right, and it is, that's a private moment. It's not an over-the-speaker no. moment. You write that in your principal diary. Gross. <laughs> so, um... There's really not, like, a whole lot of things happening other than uh, Ghostface shows up at Sydney's house while Sydney's yeah. taking a snooze on her couch. I mean, there's just, there's, there's, like, a whole bunch of Sydney trigger warnings, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, Sydney's about to have a bad time. Like, this whole movie is basically, like, a trigger warning for Sydney. Yeah, like, there's loss. Right, like... There's suicide. Correct. Like, like a, another title for this movie could have been Sydney's trigger warning. Or just trigger warning. Trigger, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Um, um Yeah. So there's there's another alternate title for you, Wes Craven. Um. Also, thank you for seeing you. Uh, Wes Craven was a cameo as the oh, yeah. stripy sweater janitor mm-hmm. with the gross hair and the hat. Funny, funny that that, funny that it was a red and, red and green sweater. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have one upstairs. I'll wear it for today when we go out. I wonder. I wonder if it was supposed to be a homage, a homage, a reference, a referential to is his it own film. This movie is referential to his own films. It this is, is very referential. This is actually. him going. I did a very good job on all of these things, and I'm very proud of them. So I will bring you this. I will take my bow within I, my own movie, and I will bid you adieu. Um, and, Auf just saying goodbye. And that he did. He did. Um, yeah. I mean, he didn't bid us goodbye, but you know. I mean, he did. Well, not, as the not janitor. There. And in life. Oh, right. He did bid us adieu. Adieu. <laughs> Auf the saying goodbye. To you and you and you. Oh no! I don't hate it. Um, well, R.I.P. Yeah, I feel like we should tell him that in every episode. R.I.P. West Craven, we miss you, even if it's not a West Craven movie. Um, so yeah, so Sydney's in her house, and take a snooze. Ghostface is being silly, Billy. (laughs) He's silly bitch. Um, and he calls her. Yeah, she's like, "Hello," and she thinks it's Jamie Kennedy. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Jamie Kennedy's a goof. And she's like, "Stop it, you ass." Yeah, he's like, she's like, that's not, that's just not even funny anymore. And then eventually he's like, uh, it's not your friend, boo. Yeah, not your friend, boo. I'm. But I'm your friend, boo. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a boo you. I'm a boo you. Um, and then again, showing how they're kind of, uh, wealthy, well off, if you will. Yeah, they're definitely comfortable plus. You know, they're, 
They're running around the house. She's getting chased by Ghostface. She's like, what the fuck am I going to do? The phone line is cut off. She's like, oh, I know. I'll use my handy-dandy new technology, the internet, to make a call to 911 via my computer. Via an email. Which, (laughs) was that even, was that a real thing in the 90s? I really don't know. I mean, okay, so realistically, that would make sense because you're hooked up to a telephone modem via a telephone line, Uh via dial-up. Yeah. So feasibly, yes, you could make a phone call. But I don't, I don't think know. they would receive it the same way that she was sending it. It was basically like the evolved. It was like AIM. Pre- it wasn't even like AIM. It was like DOS. Yeah. So it was basically like a like a prehistoric text. Right. It was. Yeah. I don't know if that's real or not. But I don't know either. She called the cops via the internet um, that dial up speed. You know. Um, so it didn't happen that quick, but it happened, and she is smart in the fact that her bedroom door and her closet door make a nice little um uh triangle triangle slash um killer deterrent system (laughs) killer deterrent (laughs) so it's like that vine where that kid is laying in bed and he's got the covers covers over him he's like move the blanket so i can kill you she's like no no obviously we'll not do that (laughs) i obviously will not open this door (laughs) so you can kill me a potato flew around my room before you came um, Excuse the mess I made. So Tatum Riley is her best friend, uh-huh. played by Rose McGowan, who I love and adore. Right, she's very pretty. She's much, much a bitch. She's very strong. Yeah, she don't need no man in life. She, yeah, all she needs is crop tops and um, um a leather tracksuit, and and apparently also that um push up bra that she's using because those yeah. babies are high. Those are high nineties, high water. Right. Yeah. So it's not Randy giving a call. No. Played by DJ McKennedy. Randy. Played by DJ McKennedy. Mm. If you want to go by his Instagram handle. Who, um, you know. I did slide into his DMs. Right. <laughs> He's not going to answer, but I was just he, like, hey. He had no comments for this episode. I didn't care if he had comments about this episode. Yeah, I was I just kind of like, do you want to have comments mm-hmm. slash be a guest? He didn't respond, but like, I had no hope, so right, I just, didn't lose anything. Right, exactly. So. It's okay. Um, so, next day at school, Sydney's like. No, rewind. 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 What am I rewinding? Um, as soon as Ghostface runs away, oh, right. Billy Loomis climbs through the window Surprise. and drops his expensive-ass, brick-ass cell phone right. that nobody has. And right. So but his like, argument is, officer, everybody has one. No. No, no. No, no. It's 96. 96. Mm-hmm. Um, not so, everyone yeah, had yeah. a cell phone until those little Nokia ones came out. Yeah, I have one of those. snake on them. Then I everyone had, had a cell phone. I didn't have that. Oh, I had that. I had the American Idol phone. There's an American Idol phone? Yeah. I didn't know that. It was, like, basically plastic, and you could take the plastic casing off. Oh, and yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah, And, like, it had, like, customizable things that yeah, you could put in the there. Yeah, the faceplates. Yeah. Same they, phone. Same phone. We're talking about the same phone. Oh, but mine was American Idol version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had American Idol version of Snake. I got it. was just Kelly Clarkson doing a false <laughs> false idol in a circle. Trying to beat, yeah. trying to beat Justin Guarini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my, my Nokia phone had a blue... Faceplate with yep. lightning bolts on it. What? Yeah. You have the cool little cell phone. Yours is way cooler than mine. That was so cool with my little snake game. So, okay, so yeah, fast forward the next day. Right, okay, so. so Never mind the police station bullshit. So, so Billy has been arrested. Yeah. Gail Weathers, they like sneak her out of the back, and Gail Weathers, like, here she is! And she's getting all sassy. Correct. So mm. This is one of my favorite moments mm. of the movie where Gail Weathers is like, um, are you sure that the right person's in jail? Shade. And, sh- and Sydney's like, girl, you started something. Is that what you really want to do right now? 
And Rose McGowan is like, uh-uh, bitch, I'll be your hype girl. I'll be your hype girl. Come on, get this bitch. Yeah. And then um, Sydney says something very sassy, like, um, I hope your book does well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Gail Weathers is like, I'll send you a copy. And then and then Sydney's like, okay, bitch, we have reached my maximum level of being able to deal with this. I'm going to punch you in the face. So she does. Great. And she punches her so hard that in the next scene she comes back and she has a new hairstyle. <laughs> She punched her so hard. She punched her into a new hairstyle. It sounds like a threat. Like your parent would tell you, I'm going to hit you so hard. You're going to have a new hairstyle. And it's it's not good. It's like, it's like the Rachel, but with really, really chunky highlights. Yeah. And it doesn't work as well on Monica as it does on Rachel. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's Monica's plot anyway. It doesn't really work for Monica as well as it does for Rachel. Monica is typically always the bridesmaid. (laughs) They were the bride. Literally. Oh, no. I mean, that happened to her a lot, that season, that, that whole series. Yeah. Until, until she married Chandler. Right, until she finally married Chandler. Which I didn't care for. Who was there all along. Yeah. What a weird, mm. what a weird ship. I wouldn't ship it. I don't know. I like, I enjoyed their relationship. Sure. I just liked cynical, gross Chandler. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I preferred him to loving, doting Chandler. You know. Monica softened him up. Yeah, with all her cooking. Oh, all that cooking. That's why he got so doughy. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Oh, snap dragons. Right. So, so, so Gail Weathers got a new hairstyle <laughs> because Sydney Prescott decked her in the face real hard. Yeah. Um, like, how, else, how else can I take the attention away from my puffy face? <laughs> Let me get off a new hairstyle. Um, Gail Weathers is very fat phobic. Mm. Mm-hmm. She does not like her fat cameraman, Carl. She don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She screws at him all the time about how she's, he's too slow. She's like, when I tell you to hurry up, that means hurry your fat ass up. Yeah. Like. What a fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> bitch, you're wearing a highlighter yellow fucking oof. woman's, like, oof, like, gross ass shoulder padded. Sally back. Jesse Raphael pe- yeah. like, pantsuit. It's really bad decision. I didn't care for that. It was like, very 96. Very day glow. Yes. It was day glow yellow. It was day glow really, yellow. It's really what it was. It was like it was like tennis ball yeah. yellow. Yeah. It was gross. I'm fixated on it. I don't care. Yeah. Because so, she wears it for far too long. Far too long. So um some kids do a mean thing and they dress up in the ghost face mask because apparently you can get it at any five and dime. Yeah. And that's where the problem comes from. Correct. You can get it at any five and dime. Henry Winkler reads them to filth and was like, you guys are terrible people. Yeah, fuck you. you fuck can't you. Do this. You're terrible people. And then what does he do? He turns around after the children are gone and tries the mask on in the mirror and goes, ooh. You know what that reminds me of? What? Like when Buffalo Bill's like, would you fuck me? He's in the uh, mirror. Yep. Would you let me cut you? Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like trying it on. He's yeah, like, trying it on for size. <laughs> is this what is a killer this, feels like? Is this the life I want to live? Um, so that... I guess was probably supposed to be like a maybe he's the fella. Yeah, but that's it. They yeah. and the, because then he he dies. Yeah, because because real Ghostface comes and kills him. Yeah, he's trying literally. To, literally, it does happen. He stabs yeah. him right in the in the gut a few times. Yeah, he's like I'm dead now. He's very he's very dramatic about it. Yeah, he's like he oh. up. He's like this is all I get, so I better make it worth it. Yeah, I mean, um, going into obscurity, but I'm in a '90s movie. Hey. Yeah, so like literally nothing happens other than like Casey. So, uh, oh, well, so they call, they call, uh, Sid mm-hmm. at Tatum's house. Well, so before that, so there's, so principal dies, but then also Sydney mm. has the bathroom sequence. Yeah. 
Um, well, I was only going back to that thing because that time Dewey brings his fucking gun to the phone. Oh, but that's right. it. <laughs> right, that right, was right, the right. only thing it really needed to address. Was like yeah. you know, Ghostface Killer calls Sydney at a Rose McGarren's house. Yeah, at Tatum's house. Yeah. But like. Tatum's mom was like, Sid, you got a phone call. And he's like, is it my dad? And she's like, I don't think so. But who else could it be? Everybody else is in the room. Right. That's me with my cell phone. If you're not... Uh, who else am I texting if it's not you or my wife? I don't know. You know what I mean? Or yeah. my sister? Correct. So it's yeah. like, who else would be calling me? So she's like, um, I guess I'll take the call. So Dewey runs to the phone because it's Ghostface. With his gun. With his gun. Like, you know. that's. But he's he in his underwear. Yeah. And it's like nightshirt. His Mormon underwear. He's like, I got it. <laughs> I, got <He's>, you. <laughs> I got you, sucker. So, okay, that was the only thing I really needed to address. Okay. So, they're being mean girls to sit in the bathroom. Right. Fucking bitches. And I Nothing happens to them. That really makes me angry. No, you know, but, um, it shows, to the, it shows to the pettiness of women. Pettiness of women. They're like, oh, she's getting attention. And it's like, because her mom died. Basically, they're just basically like, man, I'm jealous. I want attention. I want someone to try and kill me. I bet she's a whore. No, she is not. She's no. the, quite the opposite. She is literally just a woman trying to navigate her harrowing experience. Not a life. girl. Not yet yeah, a woman. She's not yet a woman. But she will become one. Yeah, like Brittany. Um, and so she's like, I can't believe these fucking bitches. F and B's. Let me, like, get my hands clean and shit. Um, and then Ghostface pops out of one of the stalls, and she's like, oh, my God, I gotta get out of here. Oh, so my she, God. That's so two does. times in one day. So, yeah, she gets out of there. Yeah. And um, and then she's like, I can't be alone. And I, then she runs into Billy in the hallway because he's out of jail. Right. And she's like, the fuck? Wait, what's yeah. happening? I don't know. So Wes yeah. Craven's just throwing us, uh, throwing us off again. Like So many wrenches. Who is the killer? We don't know. Opulence. Opulence. You kill everything. You kill Um, So, yeah. Um, So that happens. And they're like, oh, yeah, my cell phone records were clear. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. We're at uh, Stu's party. Stu's party. Stu's party, which... What are they going to do? Um, they're going to do all the things they're not supposed to do. Yeah. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to quickly point out that this scene took... What did I say? 42 days to shoot? Yeah, it was like the longest. Yeah, they the crew and cast jokingly called it the longest day in horror history. Ho- longest eat night in horror history. Because that party took like an obscene amount of time to film. Which seemed trivial. But which, you'll, you'll see why. Yeah, but it makes me convinced that a lot of the stuff they cut out is from this yeah. sequence. Um, yes, because it was 21 days mm-hmm. for the last 42 minutes. That's where I got confused. God damn it. Um, so, yeah. So, 21 days at this house party. Where sounds is like the footage? So- I demand the footage. 21 days at a party sounds like a really fucking horrible time I to me. I don't want to be at a party for more than two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I came. I saw. I want to go home. Yeah, that's all. I came for the spinach dip. On my way home, I'll probably get, you know. Sheets. Or, or something. Yeah. Like, I came. I saw. Now I'm leaving. Yes. Um, Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks for the spinach dip. It was nice seeing y'all. My, Contact me via Facebook for the next event. My literal five minutes of small talk is over. It's not you, it's me. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, I am not I am not the person you want me to be as an extrovert. I want to go home and watch true crime things and eat Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, that's why you're my best friend, because yeah. you and me and my wife have the similar 
things, but I usually have to carry the um, extrovert load, See, which is fine. That is not something I have to worry about with my husband. Um, he does push me to be more social, which yes. I appreciate. Me. Um, me yeah. with my sweet wife. Because I do feel like if he didn't push me, I would be far less social. And I think we've, we're finally starting to find like the right level of social for me. Yeah. You know? I did um, social stuff for like the last four days, so yeah. like... I'm probably not going to do anything for the next six months. Yeah, like, no thanks. This is great. I got I got video games to catch up on. I got, Same. I got books to read. Um, um, I got a podcast to direct. Yeah, I, say, I got podcasts to do things for. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I have a podcast to direct. You have a birthday I can't, party. I do have a birthday party coming up, and yeah. I'm very excited to go. I will go. There's, there's um, barbecue and an old-fashioned bar. Oh, goddammit. So I, it's all the things that I care about. It's my Ron, Swan, Ron Swanson dream. So, ooh, Ron Swanson. That's what I want. That's, I want to live my Ron Swanson dream. Yeah, that's, that's a good dream to have. Um, But in the theme of it being an old-fashioned party... She required that you dress up in any generation's old-fashioned gear. So, when we go to the thrift store shortly, I will be looking for a nylon tracksuit. Jeez. That, yeah. 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 Keep, keep things simple and easy for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm going to try and give myself, like, a sweet mullet, you know? Yes. It's going to be really gross. My wife's not going to want to bone me. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> gonna, what are you going to that party for? A drink and some barbecue? Yeah. You'll, you'll say be covered happy in birthday. Meat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you're going to be covered in meat, you should be wearing something that's easily washable. <laughs> that sounds like the gay dream. Yeah. If you're going to be covered in meat, you better oh, be covered in something washable. Oh, honey, as a gay homosexual <laughs> man, though, I think that is a whole different meaning for moi. I know. As it does for you? No, that was directed to you. Oh, I know. Yeah, it was like a I, I got, I got, a tracksuit or like a tarp. I, I, <laughs> I picked up what you were cooking. Um, I would happily wear a tarp to eat barbecue. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, quite honestly, one of my old gay dreams once I'm older is to just wear like giant caftans all yeah, the time. Yeah, we've talked about this. And what is a caftan? Home, a muumuu. Yeah. And what is a muumuu? Basically a giant a fabric. silk tarp. Yeah, a silk tarp. <laughs> Uh, so we get to this party and Stu is in his Hugh Hefner crisscross sassy robe for no reason he was just being a host you know the host with the most the host with the most not the ghost with the most nope not yet (laughs) (laughs) that's coming so (laughs) ghost face with the most face (laughs) Oh, yuck so he's got his weird robe on and like sydney's there and like tatum's there because tatum is her best friend slash his girlfriend uh-huh. that's where they come into come into the fold yeah they're like a, they're like couple friends yeah that's basically how that worked yeah. they're couple friends um even though they're in high school and i shouldn't have couple friends yet. it's really heavy so he's got his silk caftan on yep and um uh Billy, is he there yet? Mm, no. But Gail Weathers is there. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the scoop. She's on the poop scoop. She's being a fucking stalker freak. Yeah. Basically. Basically. So she's in her, he's in his crisscross applesauce yeah. outfit. Um, and Randy's there. He's on the couch. I don't know why they invited him. He doesn't look like he would have fit in with their friend group. No, but he's there for one very specific reason. <sighs> what is it, Nicholas? He's there to be the narrator of 
basically our life. <laughs> um, that is why I am Randy. <laughs> Randy. Randy. That is me. Yeah. If I were to identify with anybody, it would be Randy. He has this wonderful monologue where he basically explains the rules of the modern horror film. and The Wes Craven rules yeah. in a film that is made by Wes, Wes the, Craven. The trope of the final girl. Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, you don't show the tits unless you go legit. Yeah. Um, basically, he touches upon the fact that copulators die first. Yes. No um, sex, no drugs. No sex, no drugs. No beer. No reefer smokers. No, none of it. None of that. No reefer madness. No. Um, no they throw thing. garbage at him because they're upset. Yeah, that like, he's... shut the fuck up. We're trying to watch Halloween. We're trying to watch Halloween, and, um, I wonder which how is much... fair. Right. How, how much do you think they paid for that footage of Halloween? Nothing, because this is his own footage. Well, no, it's John Carpenter. Oh, then no. I don't know. They're probably best <laughs> friends. They probably are best friends. So they're probably like, hey, um, you scratch on my back, I scratch on your back. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Or, like, maybe it was, like, a nominal fee. Maybe it was just like, hey, uh, this is your shout-out. Yeah. Because this was, like, 20 years ago at that point. Yeah, and I mean, you know, <sighs> there had been plenty of Halloweens after that. Um, yeah, like H2O. But, like, this That came was, out shortly after. You know, it felt like a super-duper, like, special celebration of the OG original, though. Yeah, it was. Which I really loved. Yeah, so like, Randy is yeah. the video store clerk, too, yep. so he's seen them all. He's seen them he, all. He put, just, put, just puts them on while he's working, which... People, people are asking him, where can I find, like, you know, a werewolf in Paris or whatever the yeah. fuck, and he's like, it's over there. It's over there in horror subsection, spoopy yeah. subsection, touristy. Yeah, spoopy. Um, uh, to be honest, my high school dream was to work at a video store. Mm. My roommate in college, hi, Chris Jones, I don't think you listen to this. I remember Chris Jones. Chris Jones. I met Chris Jones. Um, hey, homo. That's fair. Um. Isn't that fair? Can you say that? He's a homo. Oh, well, then yeah. Can you say that? Can I say that? Yeah, I'm a homo. Can you, yeah, can you say that on TV? <laughs> so, like... Karen, you can't ask somebody why they're black. You can't ask somebody why they're a homo. Um, yeah, you can't do that either, but... Uh, <laughs> you could ask me why he, I'm a homo. He worked at a video store for, like, all of high school. <sighs> I'm so jealous. And, like, he has decorated his, like, our dorm and his room at home. Probably not his it might not apartment. Have, it probably wasn't Blockbuster because Blockbuster had corporate roles. Uh, no, I don't think it was Blockbuster. But like, what his the store that he worked at was shutting down, so he was mm. like, "I'm gonna take all these like little mini posters. I'm gonna take like, everything. Yeah. I'm gonna take the um, carpet. I believe he was a manager there too. But oh shit! Chris Jones is also very much into horror movies. We should have Chris Jones on an episode. I mean, I will reach out if he's open to it. That would be fantastic. I've only met Chris Jones in passing. He lives in Columbus. Oh, I've only met Chris Jones in passing when he. When you let me stay on your couch. When we were in the college. Yeah, when we were in the college and then we stay on your couch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was really your floor. Correct. But it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> because Chris wanted the couch. Um, and he's a diva, so it's better not to argue. Well, you know, that was... Still that the trope. Was a different time in our life. That's a trope. <laughs> That's a trope we're <laughs> not going to get trope. into. So, um... Right. So Chris Jones, hey, hi, how are you? Probably don't remember me. Mm-hmm. My hair was longer then. But celebration of... Friendship friendship and horror movies but the corporate blockbuster rule was you had to be 18 and i was not and by the time i was 18 oh. blockbuster was already closing <laughs> womp 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 <laughs> so there goes my video store dream so if there's any video store that would like me to work there for one day yeah just today it's like an experience like yeah. when brie larson worked at the amc <laughs> giving out popcorn and so it is that's yeah, what i want that was in new jersey right <laughs> was it i think it was in like yeah i think maybe it was bridgewater oh ooh. I All think right. it was in New Jersey, but oh, regardless. Regardless. We're getting so off the top of it. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm not going to edit it. Um, I know. Yeah, but this is raw and uncut. I'm just... <laughs> I hate when you say that. <laughs> so we're at this... We're at this cool house party. House party rules. 
Um, where are the house yeah. party rules? Randy, uh, Randy his, gives them to you. He gives his monologue. His house party rules. And his house party rules. Yeah. Um, and so they're all like, shut the fuck up. And then Sid and uh, Billy Billy Loomis right. do the horizontal boogie. Yeah. Sydney gets deflowered and becomes a woman. If that's maybe Isn't not. Isn't that what Monica calls it? Deflowering. Getting some flower pruned or something? I don't know. Um, so... Yeah, that happens, and immediately after that happens, Ghostface comes in the room and stabs Billy. Oh my god. It is literally, like, I'm sure it wasn't that great, because he's on the floor putting on his shirt like a weirdo. Yeah. And he's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, she's very <laughs> like, underwhelmed. Like, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. yeah. Very underwhelmed. It was yeah. probably, I mean, they're teenagers, so it's probably, what, eight and a half minutes? Oh, no. That's that's, <laughs> that's too much credit. You're, you're giving someone a very long rope. <laughs> I mean, I've, like I never seconds? had a sexual encounter with a man, okay, so I don't... Like, <laughs> first time around, like, maybe a couple minutes tough. Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know. Yeah. unless they, I can't stand by that. Yeah, no. I'm gonna, I have no... <laughs> I, have no <laughs> I have no water to tread. I'm going to say that they were done in five minutes tops. Okay, so in the five minutes of <laughs> yuck yeah. uh, that they're experiencing, Sid is like buttoning her shirt mm-hmm. feeling like a hoe and she's like oh what happened she just feels and looks like she feels dirty yeah like mm. her, her hymen has just been broken <laughs> her hymen has been disrupted yeah i'm sure she's disrupted on many levels but so he literally gets fucking stabbed like immediately yeah copulators die first L- legitimately but not really mm, yeah because casey didn't do anything to deserve that no she was she just she hung had up. a boyfriend. I don't know. But they were just going to watch a movie. They weren't going to do the hanky panky. You don't know. I don't know. Casey Becker. Maybe she was a hoe. You know. Maybe she was a hoe. I don't know. We don't know. Maybe she was a roller hoe. She's a roller hoe. <laughs> so, um, they do the thing. He gets stabbed. And Casey's doing her run. Yep. Like, through the house. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is everybody else? Um. Other than Randy. But we know where Randy is. Yeah. Because Randy's also about to get stabbed. But he don't die. He don't die. Thank God. Gail Weathers, her her van is full of blood. It's down the hill. Right. So so while the do is happening and Sydney is running throughout the house getting, you know, chased, this is the first time where we feel like, hmm, this seems like someone's in more than one place at one time. Yes. Because Ghostface is also outside killing Gail Weathers' tubby cameraman. He's dead. R.I.P. Cameraman. He's the only bear represented in this film. I mean, I don't know if he's really a bear. I don't know. He's just like a chunky white dude. Yeah. Um, he's really good at driving that van, but not at being fast. Yeah. Which, like, how fast? Like, what are they doing? It's like, not that urgent. No. They're chasing down a or, high school student or harasser correct. for no reason. Yeah, because you're Gil Weathers. There's no urgency. Yeah, there's no urgency at all here. You're just a fucking bitch, but... Yeah. Um, so... Uh... This is when, like, things really speed up, right? Yeah, so, literally. So, there, he's, like, because he's chasing her through the house. Chasing her through the house. She's about to be, like, oh, my God, I'm about to die. And then, um, you know, she's, like, ah, I'm going to get stabbed. But then what happens? Pop, pop, motherfucker. We have um, Gail Weathers coming in and shooting Ghostface. And so... I believe that's the order in which it happens. We're just going to go with that. Anyhow, so Randy gets 
stabbed, right? And everyone is just like doing the thing. I've lost my train of thought. Uh, listeners, Ashley walked away to go tell her dogs to shut up. So I'm just really trying to um, eat up time here. So Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, I'm eating up time. <laughs> and now she's back. Shaka Khan happened. Anyway, so, so Galweather shoots Ghostface, right? Yes. And like the Sydney's about to get stabbed, but then she gets shot. Yes. All right. So then, so then I was right. Yeah. Listeners, I was right. Um, <laughs> so, so, so then that happens. Yeah. So, so now we're like, oh my god. Okay, let's like calm down. Mm. And then, um, Stu. Stu. They're in the kitchen. They're in the kitchen. Well, oh wait. So then, when does when does Gail go back to her truck to then like? windshield wiper her that was when <laughs> that's a four-year-old on the hill <laughs> yeah right yeah 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 okay hell yeah hell yeah so that's what, <laughs> before she rolls down the hill oh because sydney runs outside yeah and then she's like get ah. off my car you dick and then she's like i don't want to hit a child <laughs> and she goes and that's the very referential of prom night yeah that is very referential of prom night. Yeah. <laughs> that uh that swingy business. The whole sequence. The whole sequence, it didn't make any fucking sense. Um, okay, right. So, so, so then she runs inside. That's when Ghostface gets shot. Randy's like, I'm going to die, but I don't because Ghostface just shot. So now we're like, okay. But Randy's shot. Right, Randy is shot. In the shoulder. Oh, right. Gail shoots. Uh. Oh, fuck you. No, no. No, 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 no. No, that was Correct. Billy. That was Billy. Because Billy, Billy shoots comes Randy. down the stairs. And Sydney's like, oh my gosh, you're alive. And he's like, yeah, I am. And then he starts being And here's creepy. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm, that's the thing. <laughs> um, they're in the kitchen. Yeah. Him and Stu. Oh, right. Okay. And they have the voice changer. Yeah. But the fun thing comes. So they're doing the voice changer thing. So that way you know it was really Stu and Billy working together. Yeah. It was. And um, so they're like, what the fuck? What, what, what's going to be like your excuse when the cops come? And Stu... <laughs> <laughs> Zach, my cat. Um, so Stu, Stu is like, you know, I'm very sensitive. I came, I succumbed to peer pressure, and you know, they're literally stabbing each other yeah. because Billy was like, mm, corn syrup, same things they use for pig's blood yeah, and carry. Like licks it and it's gross. Yeah, like, can't starts, imagine that tasting good. He starts like listing off all this trivia of horror movies, and it's like, oh, he's insane. Yeah. Um, but like the whole them stabbing each other. Mm. Um, has a, I'm not even going to say undertone. There's like an overtone of like. It's very homoerotic. It's very homoerotic. Homeoerotic. Homeoerotic. It's, it's like homeopathic. <laughs> yeah, it's very homoerotic. Yeah. In a way that like makes me feel weird. Yeah. Um, I feel weird watching this. But I love it. Yeah. Because it's like so cute. It's very cute. They're definitely boyfriends. But it's also like they're it. stabbing each other right now. Yeah. Like you're fucking crazy. They're um, Do you think nuts. that's like, um. A play on penetration. <sighs> They're penetrating each They're other. They're penetrating each other. We're going to say yes. Because that's our brand, we're going to say yes. Because penetration. Yeah, because penetration. <laughs> penetration. Penetration. She's a drag queen. That is a drag queen. She yeah. didn't do very well on <laughs> No, she did not. And she was the... Um, the fan the pick. The, uh, which is weird. Oopsie doodles. Whoops. That's why they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um. So penetration. Um. So they're doing that thing. And... Uh, Sydney's just kind of like sitting there like... 
the fuck is going on? She's so upset that she's watching these dudes just stab each and other. she's basically like, wait, you killed my mother? You killed my mother because my mother was a roller hoe? <laughs> but also her, de- her dead best friend. Right. It's in the garage. Mm-hmm. Cause she, got, she, does, got, she got caught, yeah. caught in the cat door. Right. Right. You never see Stu's cat, though. No. Never. Um, but that was, even though it's probably unrealistic, it's still one of my favorite kills. Yeah, it's very unrealistic because that motor would have given out. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. That's mm-hmm. the only reason it was unrealistic. And her boobs were too big. Yeah, she wouldn't have fit through that cat door. <laughs> and she didn't. That's how she died. Yeah, she's like, fuck, what am I supposed to do now? It's that tight crop sweater. Um, so yeah, so they're stabbing each other. And now, um, Billy basically penetrates... Stu. Stu. Multiple times. Yeah, too hard. I think you got me too deep, bro. Yeah, ouchie, ouchie. He's like, he's like, that really fucking hurts. Like, yeah, he really stabbed him. Like, a lot. Yeah, so he's like, on his way out. He's I'm like, dying he's here. Like, I think I'm, I don't feel good, god damn it. Yeah, I don't feel so good. he picks up the phone... Wait, the, no, does the phone Sydney. Ring? Sydney picks up Sydney the phone. The phone she, uh, She's running through the house and then she calls them with the thing. Oh right. She's like, I just called the cops, you dick. Right. <laughs> I, apparently, for watching this it's yesterday, okay. I forgot a lot. Of it's okay. Well, she like, um, the, I called the fu- called the fucking cops, you dick. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's like, Did you really call the cops? Yeah. And he's like, blood gurgling. Yeah. He's like, Why'd you do that? <laughs> he's like, Whoa, my dad are gonna be so mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the best chunk of dialogue in this because he's movie. like bubbling. He's like, I'm dying, and then and then I'm feeling woozy. And then Billy takes the phone from him, and he's like, Fuck, Fuck you, bitch. bitch! And then he snaps the phone back because <laughs> it's a corded phone. Yeah. And, and 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 um, and Stu's like, Oh, you hit me with the, the phone, phone, you dick. dick. <laughs> Which um, is one of my favorite lines in this entire so movie. Good. It's fantastic. Yeah, shout out to uh, Casey from the Worst Horror Podcast because she also very much loves Scream. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. Um, yeah, so so that's basically the end. Oh, I mean, things are happening. So then, so then, so then Casey's the ghost face killer. And not Casey, not Casey, Sydney. Sydney. She's a ghost face killer. Oh, yeah, she, 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 she kills yeah. ghost face. So she kills ghost face. <laughs> she's not the ghost face killer. Yeah. She kills ghost yeah. face. Yeah. Like, Dressed as the ghost face killer. So, right, she is. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. I was just very confused for a second. And then there was a weird thing with the umbrella. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ouch. Ow. It hurt then, like, my tip. Yeah, and then Billy's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, bitch. And she is smart enough to put her finger in the umbrella stab wound. In his ouchie. <laughs> ouchie. <laughs> and then Gail Weathers shows up. And then Gail Weathers oh. shoots him. Oh, rewind. She, uh, Sydney drops that TV on Stu's face. Mm. That's how Stu dies. Yeah, that's how Stu dies. So that was like almost a reference to Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Mm. Yeah, mm, I love that. That's good one. Prime time, bitch. Yeah. Um, and then Gal Weathers pops one in Billy, and they're like, "Oh my God, we're finally over." And then I do feel like did Wes Craven create the double tap scenario Maybe. again? I think so. Except because like, there's the whole like Night of the Living Dead like get the head off yeah but they're not really talking about zombies they're talking about how the villain always gets back up it's a second win yeah so like maybe not but regardless it feels very much craven-esque like the double tap that yeah. hoe yeah like pop pop in pop, the head. pop so double they do that because billy's like <gasps> and they're like no bitch <laughs> billy is a hoe yeah so then he really did and then, and then Gail Weathers is like, oh my god, this is the breaking story of the century, and I was here, and everything's worth it, but I need a new cameraman. Um, and the movie closes with Gail Weather introducing the story. 
for yeah. the news. Covered in blood. Covered in blood. She's like, I was here. Yeah, bitch, you were. Mm-hmm. You were here because you were a fucking stalker. Yeah, you but shoved your face Sid's into Sid's weird party. dad never went on vacation. Or yeah. did he? I we don't know. We don't know if he did. Maybe on his way, he got, like, sidetracked by them and, like, pushed into the woods. And that's why his Who car knows? was there. Yeah. Um, but then why didn't they kill him? You know? Leverage. Mm. Well, they never had a chance to no. give him as leverage. No. Maybe that wasn't the extended director's cut. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, how long was he in that closet? I mean, some of us are in there for a very long time. <laughs> was he dehydrated? Yes, he had duct tape on his mouth. You know he did not have one of those hamster bottles. Ooh, poor, poor, poor Sydney's dad. Poor Mr. Prescott. Poor Mr. Prescott. Um, um, so, yeah. That was like a really ridiculous kind of on drugs description of run through of Scream. I don't care. That was wonderful. It was very enjoyable for me. I um, very much enjoyed Scream. I hope it was enjoyable for everyone else too. I don't care if it was. Um, this episode's for us. Mm, yeah. This, was, this is very much our like we're watching Scream all work together. Yeah. Because of our new mascot. Because of our little ice cream man. <sighs> okay. So that's the end of Scream. This is the end of Scream. So How many pumpkins? Briefly, do, do I really even need to ask? Mm, I was five. That's fine. Yeah, we're giving it 100%. Perfect score, Rotten Tomato score. I don't... What do you think is a Rotten Tomato score? I don't know, but should we start, like, doing Rotten Pumpkin scores? Yes. Our Pumpkin Patch score of the day. Our Pumpkin... Well, Rotten pump, Pumpkin Patch? Our Pumpkin score. It's 10 out of... 10 out of 10 pumpkins. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 pumpkins. 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10. Regardless, it equates to 100%. Yeah, I don't want to... I almost, like, don't want to know what the Rotten Tomato score is for screen. I imagine it must be pretty high, but it's definitely not 100 yeah. Which, you know. Um, not Scream Queens, just the original. Oh, uh, 79. Okay. That's pretty high, especially saw, for a 90s horror. I thought it was going to be higher, but mm. Mm, whatever. Mm. I mean, they're not very forgiving of horror movies. No. Uh, They've gotten better about it. Like, yeah, obviously, because Us got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I don't think it was 100 tomatoes good. That's no, it was, it was good. Yeah. What's an, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, so um, um, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Perfect score. Um... I this was a wonderful it was a wonderful experience conversation. I loved this one. Yeah, I loved um, this. I hope they loved it too. Um, hi everyone out there. Hello. Um, as a reminder, this is the official um, launch of our first contest. Hashtag CDF mascot. Um, Nicholas Charles will post a very yeah. Um, lengthy post because we actually recorded a video. We weren't lazy about it. Mm-hmm. There's going to be an explanation and pictures. Pictures of the loot. Um, Nick and I went shopping and together. Yeah, this is going to be a contest for whoever gives us the best name for our new mascot. And then we're going to update our logo. Um, and we're going to... And the updated logo will be coming from Bethany Hendricks herself. Yes, I'm It's an original excited. piece. It's so original she's going to have like... It's not going to be like our skin cut out. No. No. <laughs> she's she's gonna like she's gonna paint it or I don't know what her medium is but she's gonna make it look nice for us and I'm very excited and we're gonna launch the logo and we're going to announce the name of the mascot and the winner of the contest all at once and it's gonna be yeah the culmination of our adolescent years basically adult adolescence adult adolescence um so are you gonna release it today um later yeah so later from today you'll get the <laughs> later from right now later from right now <laughs> you will get the very specific contest rules they are very specific yes they are specific. in in a certain way uh-huh we're very lenient but we're also very specific i mean yeah just you know you'll have to wait and see yeah. but 10 out of 10 perfect pumpkins um 
correct and perfect patch perfect perfect patch of perfect patch. pumpkin um uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, i eat mcdonald's for breakfast and i regret it that's, i'm just made of heartburn yeah that's about really what else what else can you say at this point i made a heartburn right so as always comment rate subscribe especially on itunes please uh, get out there, spread the word, have everyone give us five stars or whatever they feel that we deserve. Um, no, that's not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I won't accept anything other than five stars. Um, you, like I said in a future episode that will come out at some point, I don't know when, but um, you can fucking tell me you hate my fucking guts. But as long as you give me that five stars, correct. I don't give a shit. I mean, yeah, it just, it, it helps us get more eyes on the show on iTunes. Eyes on the prize. That's our goal. We got eyes on the prize and thick thighs. Yes. <laughs> that's That should be the tagline on, of this podcast. We could, well, we have like five. We five have like 80. Now. I don't care. Honey, we have good screen queens. A whole new meaning. Hallelujah. Z-snap. Z-snap formation. <laughs> Z-snap formation. Okay, ladies, getting Z-snap formation. <sighs> Yeah. All right. We should probably cut this insanity off. <laughs> cut it off. Cut it off the limb. Mm-hmm. Nothing up. All right. Um, Bye. Bye.